This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. My next guest is best known for a role as Hilary Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Outside of being an actress, she is an author and the founder of Sweet Blackberry. She'll be here in Cincinnati this coming Wednesday, January 17th at the Artsville event that will take place at 5021 Wessel Street in Madisonville from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information on Karen's appearance here in Cincinnati, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air, Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. It's our pleasure to welcome Karen Parsons back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Karen. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Now, we had you on the show a few years ago. Your novel, How High the Moon, was one of the books that we selected for our recommended summer reading list show. What was that whole experience like for you writing that book? Well, it was huge. It was such a, um, it was a very exciting, very strange time in my life, very exciting time. I think finding myself recognizing that I was actually write a writer. Um, I had been writing uh, for my Sweet Blackberry uh, nonprofit organization for those stories, but I had never written, to write a novel was kind of a big deal for me. My mother, it came, the story was inspired by my mother's uh, coming up in South Carolina, growing up in the 1940s and the Jim Crow South. But the, and so this is kind of, that was the backdrop. But the story, I mean, the book itself or writing a novel was such a strange thing for me because I had always been an actor. You know, I had relatively early success as an actor, but it had been something I wanted to do since I was a little kid. And so uh, that was so much a part of my identity, how I identified myself, how everyone else identified me. And when I really wanted to write, I was embarrassed, quite honestly, to share that with people because I was just afraid they would dismiss me or not take me seriously. And, uh, And so I didn't tell a lot of people. And I bumped into a friend of mine, an old friend who knew me as a writer and knew me when I used to, after the Fresh Prince was over and I was writing all day, all the time. And he had become a literary agent when I bumped into him and he actually encouraged me to write a novel. And um, that, that nudge, that belief in me meant so much. And so I, I worked on it and um, with him like every few months saying, how's it going? Like, you, know, you have anything to show me? How's it going? And then I wrote How High the Moon. And uh, yeah, it's just been a kind of a whirlwind. So let's talk a little bit about um, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, I've seen people online dressing like Aunt Vib from the Dan show and the pink leotard. There's their, right, right. There's the new Bel-Air show. 30 years after the show aired, in your opinion, why does the show still have such an impact? Well, you know, it was a great time. It, you know, we really took it for granted, This um, the age of the sitcom, for one. You know, the, the whole sitcom format was and I even did because I grew up with sitcoms, so I kind of took them for granted and didn't seem like a big deal. But that form of expression, that form of storytelling was so great. It was such a great kind of Trojan horse in a way. You'd have this comedy, characters you got to know uh, week after week. And then you, because you were, people were so opened up laughing and rolling with it, you were able to, within like a, like a Trojan horse, something deeper or more resonant um, to their lives and the society, our society. And I think Fresh Prince was really good at doing that. I think we were really good at like 
just including you in all of the fun and insanity of these characters and Will and all of his charm, which is so much. And then at the same time, like real true, you know, messages for lack of a better word would come out of it that really hit home because you were really receptive to them. Now, after you were cast as Hillary Banks, then came the movies and other opportunities. How prepared were you for the success of the show and your character and what that meant to your career? I mean, you know, when we were shooting the show, you know, you're shooting in front of a live studio audience. And for me, quite frankly, even with the, the four cameras rolling around in front of us on Friday night, it still felt like we were just kind of doing a play and that the people that were in the audience were the only people that were seeing it. It didn't feel like it was going out into the airwaves for, you know, millions of people, let alone over decades and generations, you know, and, and to other countries. Like, it just didn't, that didn't hit me. So I, you know, I didn't feel like that was happening at the time. So I was just having a good time. And, and I loved my cast and my crew Everybody, we were having such a nice time with each other. I was getting to play a character I enjoyed. And then years later, when we hit syndication, things started to change a little. And then there was kind of a gap after the show went off the air where I didn't hear a whole lot about Fresh Prince. People weren't treating us, treating me like it was anything. And I honestly think it had to do with Alfonso on Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. I think around right after he went on to Dancing with the Stars and was and just killed it, you know, and was the champion. I think there was kind of a resurgence of the show after that. And people started, I mean, there were a lot of people that were discovered. Also, it was moving around like on Netflix and then different generations were seeing it. And so that was also kind of building. And, you know, next thing you know, it felt like there was this big resurgence of the show. And I felt like in a way it seemed like we were bigger than we had ever been many years later, strangely. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Karen Parsons. You remember her as Hillary Banks from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She's an actor, author, and founder of Sweet Blackberry. We'll talk about that in a second. Now, I understand now you did this project called Sweet Thing, and it sounds like it was a total family affair. Tell us about the project very briefly. And what was it like working with your family? It was interesting. You know, my husband wrote and directed Sweet Thing. And I had actually worked with Alex, uh, my husband, Alex Rockwell. I, I worked with him many years ago on a film called 13 Moons. By the time I worked with him on Sweet Thing, which I didn't want to do, and he <laughs> pushed me to do, because by that time I was really writing and, and had a lot of energy on that, focused on my writing, and I was working on something at the time. And he said, I swear it's only going to be two weeks of your time, which, of course, is a lie. <laughs> it was more than that. But... But I had a really good experience. He wanted me to play a character that was unlike anything I had ever played before. But it was fun for me to be able to do that. And I got to act with my kids, which was great. They were so good and so uh, incredibly grounded and professional. And, I, I, you know, it was really a pleasure to work with them. I had, you know, a, a scene with my daughter that was really intense. And um, and it was it was fun in a way, like to be able to to go to these places with each other and kind of pull stuff out of each other that it was, it was a really nice experience. I loved the whole, the whole thing and the whole familial kind of relationship with the whole cast and crew. 
And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to actress Karen Parsons. You remember her as Hillary Banks from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the sitcom. She's there this morning to talk about an event that she'll be involved in this coming Wednesday, January 17th here in Cincinnati. We'll talk more about that. For more about her appearance, more about the show, you can reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air, Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app, anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, we touched on this earlier, but tell us more about your company, Sweet Blackberry. Sweet Blackberry is a nonprofit organization that I started. The mission at Sweet Blackberry is to bring little known stories of black achievement to kids. And so we do this through short animated films, through picture books. And I, I travel around the country and I visit kids in classrooms and other events and libraries to bring these stories of people that you don't hear about so much in school, people who have, who are, who have actually contributed so much to the fabric of our country, but a lot of People are unaware of their contributions. Now, you'll be here in Cincinnati this coming Wednesday, January 17th at Artsville from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And that's 5021 Wetzel Street in Madisonville. Tell us about what you will be doing here in Cincinnati. Tell us about your appearance. Well, I'm going to be in conversation with Dr. David Childs, who is um, a historian and professor, director of Black Studies at Northern Kentucky University. David is incredible. He's actually on the board of Sweet Blackberry now, and uh, we've worked because we've we've done stuff together before, and we really have a lot in common. Um, we're going to be sitting in about 45 minutes to an hour of conversation. Um, we're going to talk about black history. We're going to talk about literacy, education, diversity, you know, all of these different things. We'll see. David's going to be asking me questions <laughs> and, and then we'll be talking together and expounding on these things. And I'm looking forward to it. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to actress Karen Parsons, best known for a role as Hillary Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, as I understand it, Karen, you will be speaking about the importance of representation in literature here in Cincinnati. Explain to us why that's so critically important. Well, we're in such a strange time right now, aren't we, where people are actually banning books, targeting books that I think they're so needed for representation, for young people growing up to see themselves and see their value in the society and, in, and to be recognized, to know that they are seen. And I think like coming up for me, I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me growing up in books. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I've had people ask me about favorite picture books as a kid. And one book that kept coming up all the time was Corduroy. And I didn't realize why. And one I was thinking, wow, I was interested. I didn't know I liked Corduroy as much as I did, but it really is one that I keep thinking of and remembering how much I wanted to hear it when I was a kid. And I was looking at the book and I, I saw you know, a little girl in the book who picks up this little bear with a broken button, with a, a missing button, is um, a little girl who looked like she could be me. Back when I was growing up, you didn't see little brown girls in the books. And that and Snowy Day, these are books that really meant a lot to me. And I think when you feel like you are seen, you know that you are, you are capable of going out in the world and being something and doing something, of being recognized and, and, and uh, in anything you want to do. Um, when you're not, there's another message there as well, right? When you don't see yourself, when nobody ever looks like you and you go out into the world and feel like this 
person on the outskirts who's in this, the subtle message that you're getting is that you are um, not worthy. Something that in Sweet Blackberry that we talk about, we reference, is the Dolly experiment from the late 1930s and 40s. And for people who aren't familiar with the Dolly experiment, little kids, little black kids were given two dolls to choose from, a white doll and a black doll. And they were asked, which one is the pretty doll? Which one is the ugly doll? Which one is the smart doll? Which one is, you know, the bad doll? And time and time and time and time again, black children pointed to the black doll as the bad doll, as the ugly doll. And this Hmm. dolly experiment, they've continued over the years, all the way up until the present. And the results are exactly the same, which is mind-blowing. And we're talking about really small children. And they don't understand why they think what they think. They just know it to be true. One little girl with Anderson Cooper is pointing to her skin and she says, you know, brown is yucky for some reason, but I don't know the reason. And she's pointing to her skin. And so it's the messaging that kids are getting by not seeing themselves represented and certainly not in positive ways is that they're bad, is that they're ugly, is that they are something else to be disregarded. And so when you flip that and you do see stories of people who look like you, it brings more confidence and you're, you're welcomed in and you are shown that you're valuable. There can't be enough said for it. And um, so the, the idea that some of these books are being pulled for whatever reasons people are trying to give is just, to me, it's an atrocity, and we have to do what we can to to prevent that. All right, very well said. And with that, we'll leave it there. We've been speaking to actress Karen Parsons, best known for her role as Hilary Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She will be here in Cincinnati again on Wednesday, January 17th at the Artsville event, and that will take place at 5021 Wessel Street in Madisonville from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information, you can reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We'll have all the information there. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. This has been nice. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.